Welcome to Alternative Dog Moms Podcast. I'm Kimberly Gautier, the creator of Keep the Tail Wagging. For the past nine years, I've been blogging about raw feeding, pet wellness, and life as a crazy dog mom. I've seen massive improvements in my dog's health since I started raising my dogs naturally, and I'm passionate about sharing my experience to help other pet parents. I'm Erin Scott. For the past nine years, I've been researching and learning everything I can about healing cancer, allergies, autoimmune, and mystery illnesses in both my dogs and myself, and I can't wait to share with you everything I've learned on this journey. As the Alternative Dog Moms, we're bringing you all the latest dog health news that we're following and sharing the tips, tricks, and resources we learn along the way. Now, let's get started. Kimberly. Hello, Erin. I okay, so I just can't help but laugh. But in your attempt to not be overly emotional, you're like totally opposite. <laughs> and just very hello, Kimberly. <laughs> well, I'm still just like, I'm just in such shock as we just did this a week ago and everything was so different. And you know, and you know that better than anyone, obviously. Yeah, I know. It's like, crazy. Uh, it's funny because I mean, I still have sad moments because we picked up his ashes yesterday. So I was, it's funny because Johan went with me and then I, I wanted to go. I don't even remember what I wanted. To, I wasn't feeling well yesterday. So I wanted to go and get some pho. And he got out of the car and he was like, would you like me to leave his ashes in the car with you? And I was like, yes, please. So I'm driving around. And then I was afraid that someone would break into the car and steal his ashes. And I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm insane right now. I'm yeah. just basically, I'm insane. I'm surprisingly outwardly calm and 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 I think the reason why is because you know I I feel the same way as how I felt with Scout. I was sad that he went, but I was so happy that I got so much time with him. And I felt the same way about Rodrigo. I'm sad that he's gone, but I'm so happy that I got so much time from him and so much good and, time. Yeah. And yeah, and that's just it. It's like, that's what it, I just cannot let that go of just healthy all their lives until they weren't. Penny, I mean, Penny too. Blessing, you know, just to, to not have to, but like we were talking about before we started recording the, you know, getting used to this new routine and it's so easy because, you know, I knew that Rodrigo took up a lot of my time and it wasn't like, a, it wasn't a chore. It was just, he had care. I had to, yeah. I had to feed him a certain way. And so everyone had to be on that schedule. And there were days where, you know, last week where I just was so out of it and I was so just cotton in my brain and I couldn't think and then all of a sudden I'd look up and be like, oh, you guys need to eat. But I just didn't feel like going through the trouble of, of feeding them because it's so many steps and all these things. But then it was just like, like, Rodrigo's not here. So I can just give you guys a rabbit head and you'll be fine. And just the ease of which, you know, I can feed my dogs now is both like kind of bittersweet because it means he's not here, but it's nice because... <laughs> It's it's just easy. And someone asked me a few days ago if, if I planned on getting another dog. You know, they're like, well, after you recover a little bit and and um, some to get some distance, you know, I bet you'll get another dog. And I was like, no, I I never should have had five dogs. I never should have had four dogs. Three dogs was pretty much it. And um, three dogs is perfect, especially with our three. 
their personalities are so different, but they mesh very well together. When I had Rodrigo and it's not, I mean, I feel so guilty for saying this, but I would have to leave him behind so much because he was older, he was reactive. And so there are certain things that he couldn't do. But today, like this morning, we have, I started, I immediately started a new routine. I learned that after we lost Blue and that it was important to keep the dogs on a routine and not to allow myself to just wallow in misery. And even though, you know, I'm still sad, but it's just not the same as before. And I started taking him for a walk in the morning. And so I, and I can't take him on the Centennial Trail because Bella's afraid of cyclists. And I don't blame her. They're too close. Rodrigo had the exact same issue with the cyclists on because they're too close. So I put them all in the car and they all go and jump in the car and we drive by the different places where I like to walk them. And it just, depending upon how many cars are in the lot, that's where we're going to stop. And so this morning we went to Strawberry Fields and we were going to walk around the fields because it was early and it would have been nice, but Rodrigo decided he wanted to go inside the dog park. So we went into the dog park. He saw humans there. He really does not care about other dogs. He saw a human and immediately (laughs) ran towards the humans to get hugs. And, and so it's like things like that where, you know, it's just a nice, um, it's nice to be able to focus on each of them. And the more dogs I have, the harder it is to really focus, you know, either one dog takes all of my attention or, you know, I'm just not able to do enough for all of the dogs. But when I'm with the three of them, I can actually balance because Zoe's not really a fan of the dog park, but we went early enough. So there aren't that many dogs. She tends to be the the fun police. Like, <laughs> we'll keep her calm. And I just call her back and she comes next to me and I'm like, it's okay. You're going to be fine. They, It's okay if they run and play. <laughs> you, don't need to, you didn't need to hurt everybody. And, um, Bella, if if dogs, she loves going to see the dogs, but if they start chasing her, she's not a fan. So I can keep an eye on her. If it's basically long story short, I can keep an eye on everybody and measure what everyone's doing and respond and react accordingly. It's just the more dogs you have, the harder it is to do that. And the reason why it worked with Rodrigo is because I'd had him, you know, for his entire life. So I knew him. I I can read him like nobody's business. And I just, you know, I won't get that back, you know, by just getting another dog. It's just, he's not replaceable. So I'm happy to just be with the, with the three. And, and now every now and then I give Zoe the side eye and tell her I'm done. Cause Girl. <laughs> 2020, 2022, 2023, I am done. I am so done. It's like, you need to pull it together and give me three years. That's what I told Rodrigo after Sydney passed. It's like, I need three years from you. And he gave me three years almost to the day he, he passed away four days before um, the anniversary of his sister wow. passing. So um, the three year anniversary. So, you know, he gave me, he gave me those three years. He was very, I guess, a very literal dog. I didn't realize <laughs> I should have said 10, <laughs> but you know, he gave me the time. And so I'm, I'm just grateful that he's not in pain anymore. So, Yeah. I, I remember with our Lucy, she had such a regimen 
like of medicines and how we had to space everything out. And this had to be two hours from this. And then she had to eat. And then an hour later, this. And I mean, I like literally didn't know what to do with myself. You know, the first couple weeks, you know, I would just like wander around like I can do anything I want. And I don't know what that is because all I want to do is take care of my dog, you know. Yeah. You know, all the supplements that I have, because I had so many just various supplements, part part of them I got when Sydney got sick. Some of them I got when Scout had cancer. Some of them I got just as a, you know, maybe this is something that I can use with Rodrigo and I would alternate it in. And now I mean, the only thing that I'm giving my dogs is the Gussie's gut because it's just like, it's easy. And I figure it covers a lot of different things and they like it. They really, really like it. So that's all I'm really doing right now. And it's, it's weird because I also, you know, I just purchased a case of farmer's dog food for Rodrigo. So it's like, (sighs) I did meet a couple today that at the dog park that feeds their dog, the farmer's dog. So I might see if they would like it, but I know that the the food is kind of matched to the dog, Mm. you know, so I don't know. And I might just keep it for my own dogs just as a treat. The problem is, is when they're not used to eating cooked food, just gas city. So, So I don't know. I have to figure that out. Tim and I were thinking of Lucy a lot lately and, you know, she was our first dog. And when we had gone to the beach, you know, a couple weeks ago, um, that week was actually the eighth anniversary of us bringing Penny home. And, you know, Penny had kind of showed up unexpectedly. And so literally we adopted her on a Thursday. We like picked her up from the shelter on a Thursday um, cause you know, we had taken her there and they did the spay and the stray hold and all that. And we picked her up and that Saturday we left for the beach and we were staying in like the same like neighborhood basically where we had stayed the year we adopted her. So, you know, we have Penny, it's kind of stressful bringing this new dog in and we have Lucy who at that time had about six weeks left to live. We, you know, we didn't know that at the time, but we knew, we knew enough to know that it was going to be her last trip to the beach, you know? Yeah. And so the place that we had rented, you had a little like clearing of sand and stuff out in the backyard. And then there was kind of this dune. And so you couldn't quite see the ocean from the backyard because you had to like walk up over this dune. So, you know, all week I would just kind of take Lucy out, keep her right in that little backyard area. And Tim would take Penny and walk her up the path over the dune and take her down to the beach. So it's our last morning at the beach And I hadn't like, sometimes we didn't even put Lucy on a leash or anything because, you know, she was frail and, you know, and all of a sudden she just takes off and she's trekking up this path, (laughs) you know, up over this hill to the dune because she had been watching all week, you know, Tim would take Penny, you know, up this, this dune and she like had to get herself up over there, you know, and and we were like crying and laughing (laughs) and, you know, and it was just like, it's like one of the most like intense moments that I have of like, anyway, I was like all up in my feels that whole week that we were <laughs> at the beach, man, you know? <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Cause it's like these dogs, I was talking to this couple that I met and the guy was saying that, you know, he was like, he wasn't really a dog person until he met his partner and she had a dog and he was just like, all right, you know, but it was, it was like, <laughs> was me. He was, and he was just like, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She has a dog. And he was, and he called it a little yappy dog. I think it's a, a Yorkshire Terrier. Uh, I know it was a, 
I can't remember the, the, the breed of the dog. It's not a Yorkshire Terrier. It's the white dog. Westie? Westie, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's a Westie. I don't know why I knew that. <laughs> I know, I'm so grateful. But anyway, yeah, Westie. And he was just sort of like, you know, she has this yippy dog. And, and, and it, the dog wasn't yippy. It's just that that's how he associated small dogs. And was like, I'm not really into this and stuff. And he was like, and then, you know, fast forward to the dog passing away. And he's like bawling his head off. And, you know, and, and it's just like they get into you. They just, they, they go into your soul. And, you know, and it's one of those where I think someone asked me, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, well, did the, did the dog say goodbye? And I was like, I think dogs have an understanding that we don't. But I think for about a week or so before he passed, I think he was saying goodbye to me a lot. And he was letting me know. And and it's just like, it was, I, I feel the same way about Sydney. And I feel the same way about um, Scout uh, because they were very close to me towards the end. And just sort of like, and he was so calm, but I don't want to keep talking about it, but it's just, it's, it is what it is. But I did, I reached, I had a 1.1 million reach last week because, (laughs) because so many people knew Rodrigo and, and, you know, had touched him. And I thought that was astounding. Not that he touched a million people, but just with so many people commenting about it, it just, the posts reached, you know, over a million people. And that was just like unheard of and astounding. And just to me, just goes to show that as much as we disagree about various things, the one thing that we all have common ground is just how much we love our dogs and how painful it is to lose our dogs. And, and so, yeah, it was, it was one of those things, but it's a new week. We have a new routine. Um, the summer's coming to an end. So, well, you know, we, the whole concept of getting a new dog has been something that we've been struggling with a bit, uh, probably for the last like two months or so. And we keep like falling in love with dogs and, the shelters here have just been completely overfilled and just putting pleas out to please adopt dogs because they're 46 dogs over capacity. And, you know, and then like, I feel like super guilty that it's like, oh my God, we have this space in our home and we could be giving a dog a, a place and we just like can't get our shit together yet. And, you know, so Tim and I have both found like a couple different dogs that we've like fallen in love with online and, you know, just Nino is such a special case. <laughs> and like a lot of times they want you to bring your dog down to the shelter to do a meet and greet. And, you know, he completely shuts down when he leaves the house. He shuts down around other people. So I feel like that wouldn't be a fair like assessment of what yeah. he would really be like. Yeah. And, you know, I've been talking to some of my dog trainer friends about how to approach this and like I, I don't even feel comfortable asking them to come over the house or anything because he freaks out around other people. He doesn't like other people coming in the house. And he's like the best, happiest dog when he's here and it's just us and he has this like awesome life. But like anything that any factor that like changes that like really stresses him out. And 
you know, and then we're like, should we even bring in another dog? Because it would stress him out. But yeah. he always did so well with Penny and they were like total, you know, they, they weren't the BFFs that Lucy and Kalua were, but they were definitely snuggle buddies. And, you know, had <laughs> like, they definitely had a friendship. There was never, I was never, ever worried about any of their behaviors toward each other, you know. Yeah. But we had Penny first, right? And then brought him in. So it was like already Penny's place. We, we don't yeah. know how he would do when it's like his place and some strangers coming into that. And, you know, he's very kind of like resource guarding of Tim at times of like mm-hmm. Tim's attention. And like there's been a couple times where like he has urinated on the bed after Tim was giving too much attention to Penny or something. You know? <laughs> I mean, at least that was how we perceived what was going on. You know, mm-hmm. like he literally got up, left the living room where Penny was snuggled up with Tim, went on like Tim's pillow and urinated. You know, I mean, like that's how it seemed to be what was going on. You know, I know it's sometimes hard for us to interpret what their behavior yeah. is, but that that was the sequence of events at any rate. So, anyway, it's been. It's really been just uh, not an easy decision for us to make. And it's definitely been something that we've, we've uh, had a lot of conversations about. And, and Yeah, it's, it isn't easy because there are so many things to consider. I know that when we, when we brought, when we lost Blue and we brought Scout and Zoe home, we thought that Rodrigo and Sydney would love them because they love Blue. They did not. <laughs> they did not love them at all. They basically, Rodrigo and Sydney finally just reached a point where it's like, I guess they're not leaving. <laughs> and so they just tolerated them for a while. And then one day, and I have the picture somewhere in my my Google pictures of, I turned around and I had my camera and Rodrigo was playing with them both. And that was when he kind of accepted them. And it was just, and they were probably at least four or five months old. And we brought them home at six weeks old. So it's just like he, they, he was not a fan and um, not, yeah, they were probably about three or four months old. And then when Apollo came, he got along with everyone except for Rodrigo. Rodrigo, they didn't get along for the first year. Wow. Rodrigo was not, did not like him at all. And even like this past year, Rodrigo just tolerated him. I mean, they didn't, you know, Rodrigo was never one. The only dog that he ever cuddled up with was his sister, but otherwise he was, he was mine, but yeah, he was just not a fan. So it's just with, this isn't the same, but when we were considering moving to Arizona, Rodrigo was the reason why I wouldn't go. Well, one of the reasons, because at his age, I didn't think that a move would be good for him. I think that it would be just extremely stressful I still don't plan on moving to Arizona, but, <laughs> but but it's just, you know, those are the type of things that you have to think about is like, you know, how is this going to work? And I actually, when I, we brought Apollo home, I had a dog trainer meet us at the house so that she could help us introduce the dogs to each other. And just, I needed her to just be able to, because I was just too close to the situation. I needed her to just look at how the dogs were responding to each other and read their body language because that was something that she knew better than I did and just was able to tell me what to watch out for. And it was good. Apollo was, he was actually a really good dog, um, a really good puppy where he would settle down and, and, and he's, he's, he's a big dog now. So, but he's still just a very, um, 
he gets along. He gets along with other dogs. And if a dog doesn't seem to be friendly, Apollo just walks away. And if a dog is overly like in his face and stuff like that, Apollo will just give him a gentle warning, but he'll come to me. And, and I, I appreciate that he trusts that I'll, I'll take care of it. It's like, I'll keep the dog away from you. And so he'll just come to me rather than get into a fight. So um, I do appreciate that. But it's just like, those are the type, that was something that I had to work on with him building that trust. And so that he knew that, you know, I got you and it'll be okay. And when we brought Bella home, gosh, it was, again, I was just like, well, we, the last time we brought a dog home, um, but Bella got along with everybody. And that's why we decided to keep her because she just, she, everyone loved her. And she, and even still now she's, <laughs> she's a year old now. So she's kind of a little ugh. teenager. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she's not, she's still my sweet little girl, <laughs> but she's also Bella where, you know, <laughs> Bella, there's like sometime during the night I open a window cause she's outside and I'm just like, Bella, get in the house because she's outside just barking at the night and running around in circles. And, and she likes to bite on just like the most random. She was biting on the edge of a sofa the other night. And, and I was just like, why? Why? Why, Bella? But, you know, she's still just a she's a sweet little girl. So but yeah, anyway, all of that just to say I totally get it. Like we need a female that's confident enough that they can show Nino that it's okay that you know, he doesn't to be afraid of things. Cause we always joke that Penny was Nina's emotional support dog, <laughs> but we also need her to be like submissive enough that if he's like, this is my ball that she's just like, yeah, whatever. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that was something he would do you. Know, he's like 80 pounds and he was so much taller than Penny. And you know, if she would get excited and grab his ball and he would just like, hover over her and like <laughs> bump into her with his chest like that's mine lady you know and she'd be like whatever you know like she didn't care but some dogs might not be that easy going about it you know so. well that's what's so funny is okay so the whole idea and I don't know if you've done this but I always thought because you know humanizing our dogs oh the answer is get everyone their own toy <laughs> and then get it different colors so everyone knows whose toy is and belongs to whom. Oh, Nino thinks everything's his. <laughs> In our house is Bella. Bella ends up with everything. Sometimes, you know, Zoe's not into toys. Um, and Apollo, he sometimes he'll have a toy and he'll play with it. But if he's if he has a toy, Bella wants to play with him. But eventually she just takes it. She'll just he'll be laying on the sofa after he's, you know, been playing with this stuffed toy and she'll just walk over, take it, and walk away with it. And um, I've even put toys like all around him and he'll, she'll one at a time, take every toy away. And so it's, I, I have decided to stop buying multiple, unless I'm (laughs) just buying multiple for Bella. I'm just going to stop because it just doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Penny always liked shoes. She loved my slippers and shoes and she would carry them around and <laughs> lay her head on them. Like she didn't care anything about toys. She wanted shoes and slippers and I would even <laughs> buy her like her own slippers, but she always liked the ones that were mine. <laughs> yep. That smelled like you. You know, if I bought Bella her own pair of slippers, she wasn't interested in them. I have, my shoes are all like, well, there's some right here because if I put them on the floor, eventually I'll wake up to something being ripped 
<laughs> because she's she's gent- she's gentle at first, but then eventually she goes for yes. the destruction. Yeah, so. we call it we always call it destructo penny uh, mode when she'd start like ripping like the fur, you know, trim yeah. off the like slippers or something. Yeah. I mean, I said to Tim like. I don't even know how many pairs of slippers I bought. And I didn't even care. I thought it was like hilarious. And yeah. like, I, I just, I decided to just start, I just go to Walmart and I just go and just buy a, if I see a pair that I like, I buy two or three pair of them. And I, I don't buy them planning to give them to Bella. I just buy them because I know eventually she's yeah. going to get a hold of something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just like, I just don't care. So speaking of toys, and I know this is like totally off topic for what we usually talk about, but so Costco has these dinosaurs and there's also dragons. And I say dragons because in my world, unless it's a pterodactyl, dinosaurs don't have wings. So there's dinosaurs and dragons at Costco. They're like $15 or $13 each. And I bought, I don't, I think there's, I don't know if there's four different type or five different type, but I bought four of them. I went and bought two and then they were such a hit that I went back and got two more. And the brand is called Go Dog. And they're supposed to be, you know, tough dog toys. Um, I think for the for the discerning dog that is like, yeah, I will I will destroy that in five seconds. And, you know, their cohorts like, I got you, I'll destroy it in three seconds. <laughs> I don't think those dogs are a good fit for these toys. But for my dogs, for Apollo and Zoe, who can destroy a toy if they want to, but for the most part, will just play with it. And they'll play with it until um, somehow a hole gets ripped into it. And then that's when the destruction begins. But these toys have been a hit. And um, so I just wanted to share that. And then um, Kathy, who's my co-host on Girls With Dogs, she brought Jack's, uh, it's called a Jolly Pet Soccer Ball, a six-inch Jolly Pet Soccer Ball. They're $15 on Amazon. And she was just raving about it. And she was raving so much that I just picked up my phone and ordered two because I was still got to get one for Apollo and one for Bella. They are both Bella's balls. (laughs) Um, But we were playing with it last night and she loved it. And I was, I didn't know if she would, because I bought her a Chuck it ball and she played with it a little bit, but she just wasn't really interested in it. But the Jolly Pet soccer ball and I just got the six inch one. It's the perfect size for her. And the the thing about it is that even if they puncture it with their teeth, it won't deflate. So that hasn't happened yet. But she just runs around and I throw it. She runs, gets it. She runs around playing with it. Um, and then eventually I'll get it again and kick it or throw it. And, and she loves it. It was just a huge hit. So. That brand, Jolly Pet, that mm-hmm. Nino's favorite balls are that brand also. He, yeah. There's like these three inch ones and these four inch ones that are red and he just, they're like hollow in the middle and he just likes to like keep chewing on them and chewing and he just, <laughs> I mean, and they hold up, I mean, and he has massive jaws and they yeah. hold up, for, you know, we have to inspect them pretty regularly, but, uh, you know, they hold up and I'm I'm always amazed at how well they hold up, but there his he'll just lay it. I mean, he will just, it's like a pacifier for him. Chew and chew and chew and chew and chew, you know, like when we do his nails and it like stresses him out, like immediately, as soon as he's done, he has to go grab a ball and he'll just lay there and like, and, like takes all his like stress out. It's literally like a pacifier for him. I know. Speaking of nails, I lost my dog clippers. I had two, I have multiple pairs of dog clippers, but I have two pair 
that they're exactly the same. One was in one room, one was in another room. I love them. Cannot find them anywhere in this house. And so I had to order two more pair. Oh, I know no. they're somewhere in the house, but Apollo's nails are just, just, they're very long. And so I need to trim his nails. Does Nino struggle with nail trims? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We all struggle with Nino's nail trims. <laughs> Penny didn't like it either, but at least we could hold her in place. You know, Nino's like 80 pounds. And when he's determined, like, you know, he's knocking us both down. We try all these different ways, you know, sometimes you just get a couple in a day and, you know, have to call it on your forehead. I, we, we have like the licky mat kind of thing and we put all kinds of peanut butter and all kinds of stuff. And now it's to the point when he sees that come out, he like (laughs) runs and hides on the sofa, like, Oh shit. (laughs) They only bring that out for one reason. (laughs) Whenever you see, you know, when I see videos like that, you know, the reels or the TikToks where people are like, here, here's a little tip for you. And my first thought is, oh my gosh, that's so brilliant. That is brilliant. But it's sort of like we forget that dogs, they are smart and they make the connect. It doesn't take long for them to make the connections. I mean, my dogs knew, I mean, I pull out the clippers. They knew what the clippers were for. I mean, they, they'll know, they make those connections. And Sydney was, uh, she was a drama queen when it came to getting her nails clipped. Zoe's not a fan and neither am I because her nails are all black. Mm. So I usually just clip her nails very shallowly and she, we do it like maybe on a weekly basis. I'm just basically slowly clipping her nails to keep them short. Scout was a drama queen and I had a friend, Jamie, came over to do his nails for me. And she finally just said, you're going to have to just hold his paw and until he stops trying to take it away and then clip his nails. And so that's what I did is I just, we just sat there one day and I just held his paw while he just kept trying to yank it out of my hand. And I just sat there and then eventually he just was like, fine. And then he let me clip his nails and he would just look away. And Bella's, I, because of all of my other dogs, I started clipping her nails the second she came into the house. Oh, good. So that she's still not a fan, but um, she still tolerates it. There's a, um, a, I cannot remember her name right now. Carrie Hyde. Carrie posted something. I think it was maybe last year, like late last year or earlier this year about clippers and about how we really shouldn't be using clippers. And she, she didn't mean like in general, like no one should use clippers. She was just sort of saying, that it's painful for some dogs like the clippers yeah we um we try to like just clip the very ends off and Mm -hmm. then use like that dremel kind of thing yeah yeah she said the dremels are just a lot they're just um a lot better they're not going to cause the pain and so for some dogs and you know and and she was sort of I, I didn't see the discussion on social media, but she and I had spoke about this. And from our conversation, my takeaway was for dogs that are, don't want to have their nails clipped and they, it's because it hurts. It's like, no, the last time you did this to me, it hurt. And that's, you know, that's what's going on because of that conversation. It's funny because she brought that up on social media. People lost their minds because as is always on social media. If you tell anyone that they shouldn't be doing something or that they're doing something wrong, instead of someone saying, huh, interesting, tell me more, people lose their mind. And how dare you try to take my clippers away from me? 
Um, and so it didn't, you know, go over very well, but I spoke to her recently. Um, and I was, I took from that conversation to be more careful. So kind of like what you said, where you just do it shallow, you just fair, instead of going through and going, ah, there's a big, I'm going to cut off this huge nail. I just do a little bit. And sometimes a nail will get three clips because I'm just slowly going up. Um, just to, and it makes it a lot easier. And I've found personally with my dogs that they're a little more tolerant to nail trims. It's not like they're, it's not, you know, they're going to the nail salon is, you know, and like here, hook me up, but they are a little more tolerant so that I can actually get all of the nails done. Whereas like with Zoe, I would clip like two or three nails a day where yeah. now I can clip all of her nails. It just, I just have to do it at a time when I have time. I can't yeah. do it when I'm in a hurry and I can't do it when the other dogs, like if everyone's all excited and so everyone's all around me. So it's right. not like the first thing in the morning when we're all up and everyone's like, Hey, or the second I walk into the door, I'm not sitting down and trying to clip nails because everyone's all freaked out. And, but when everyone's settled in, you know, then I can actually go and clip nails. Welcome to the alchemy of natural healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. We actually bought uh, a headlamp, uh, like that you wear, you know, like a, like a headband that Mm -hmm. like so that Tim could wear that because he always complains like that we don't have good lighting in the house and there's Mm -hmm. like shadows or, you know, he wants it like in the sun or we try to do it outside, but then I'm getting like attacked by bugs and, you know, like he's, I don't know, he always seems to have trouble like seeing and getting like a good angle or I don't Mm -hmm. know. So we bought this headlamp thing, which we were afraid would freak Nino out, but I don't know. The whole thing <laughs> freaks Nino out, so it doesn't seem to have made anything any worse. And at least he can see a little better. And, like, he was up on the sofa last time. You know, he had, like, escaped from where we were trying to do it and ended up on the sofa. And I'm like, well, can you just try to, like, get a couple of them here, you know, and, like, put the light on? Because I, I think Tim feels silly wearing it. And I'm like, I bought it for a reason. We have <laughs> tons of them um, because we have them. Um, for the winter time, like if I have to go out with mm. the dogs, I mean, it was before, um, now that I work from home, it's not so much of a big deal. But when I worked in the office, because it's like I left, it was dark. When I came home, it was dark, but I still had to clean up the yard. So I would go outside with this headlamp trying to find poop to clean up the yard every night. And so that's why we have it. And then, you know, just, it's just nice and easy. So but it's funny is that although I probably, I know Johan has two of them. I probably have two or three of them. Not once have I thought about putting it on and clipping my dog's nails. That's like <laughs> such a brilliant idea. Because <laughs> I mean, by the way, they're not very good for, well, the ones Johan got last year, those are excellent for the yard. But the ones I've gotten, which um, I would just buy them off of Amazon. Yeah, I just they don't have them. enough strength to, to go out into the yard, especially mm-hmm. where 
I live where there are no streetlights, you know, it's just darkness. They're not really doing anything. But the ones that Johan got some, they they were two packs at Costco. So he got a couple of them and um, those are excellent. But what I wanted was a hat. I wanted mm-hmm. one with a hat with a really big light. Like a mining, mining. Yeah, that's what I wanted. <laughs> I was like, that's what I need. That's going to be perfect. <laughs> Oh, I'll have to put a link in the show notes for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mentioned the Gussie's gut. Yes. So, you know, I actually, for a long time now, probably, you know, a couple, I don't know, over a year, we've been using green juju, you know, in all their meals. And so I actually had cut back. I like kind of tapered down the green juju. And so now we're just doing the Gussie's gut. And I'm just, I'm pleasantly surprised, you know, because Nino's so sensitive to things mm-hmm. with his stomach. Like, he's been totally fine with it and his poops, he's never had perfect poops, but at least nothing's, you know, nothing's gotten worse. Nothing's, yeah. you know, so I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised, you know, and when I saw the fermented, I'm like, I think that he'll do okay with it. So anyway, he seems to still be doing really well on it. And I'm almost done my first bag. Yeah, me too. I probably have... I can probably get through the rest of the week, but like it's lasted over a month. Yeah. I'm actually really surprised. I mean, cause I'm, I'm still only doing it once a day with the three dogs. I'm doing it twice a day with Nino. Everyone likes it. There was one day where I don't know what I was doing, but it was last week where everything was, my brain was just not there. And I put the Gussie's gut and I made too much, way too much. I don't know. I don't know. I think I was free pouring it and was just like, this is fine. And so I hydrated it and I just put it in the bowl and, and I was going to like, like, Oh no, I should really mix this into their food. But then I decided, I wonder if they'll just eat it. And so I set everyone's dishes down to see, um, Apollo ate it. Bella ate it. It wasn't the first thing they ate, but they ate it. Zoe ate all around it. And I thought she was going to be the one that was like, Nope, I'm not going to just eat vegetables. But she cleaned her entire dish. Then she finished it off. I mean, she ate like a little bit as she was eating, but then um, she finished it off. And so I was just like, I was pleasantly surprised that, yeah, they they do enjoy it. So that makes me happy. But yeah, same. I'm not, I, I'm not going to, you know, I can't say that there's some magical, amazing changes in my dogs, but my dogs are healthy already. The only thing that I suspect did happen was, and I think I mentioned this before, Apollo started having his itchy butt and that went away. So, and that just basically means for anyone who doesn't know or doesn't remember last winter, he was biting at his butt like a maniac and he lost all the hair all around his little anus and underneath his tail. And it was red. There was sometimes would be little scarring because he would bleed and he was dragging his butt and biting his butt. And it was just a mess. And this was um, prior, actually, yeah, it was prior to going to last year's Thriving Pet Expo. And that's where I bought the entire line of Adored Beast Apothecary (laughs) and started alternating that in the diet. And within less than two months, it cleared everything up and, you know, into the new year, hair had grown back and it was never a problem again. And I was just like, okay. And I just kept alternating the supplements in his diet. But I kind of started tapering off because I, 
like I love adored bees and I do believe that, you know, digestive supplements are important, but I don't know if it's necessary in every single meal. I mean, we're already feeding fresh food. And if we don't have a dog that has a pre-existing condition like Rodrigo did, I just didn't see the issue. Last year around, I can't remember when it happened, but I had also had Apollo tested by Innovative Pet Labs. And that's when he came back as he had the markers for the start of leaky gut. So that was another reason why I was really into alternating the adored beast. And I feel like that that healed that. So I still add in things here and there, not right now, because the Gussie's gut seems to be covering all of that. But I just didn't think that it was necessary. And so I don't know if that's why his itchy butt came back or if it was just, you know, maybe summertime and he got allergic. I don't know. But probably within a week and a half of using the Gussie's gut, I started noticing it calming down. It didn't go away, but it was calming down. And now I think we've been doing it for about a month, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's he, it. I haven't noticed an issue whatsoever. So that's like a, a relief for me. Yeah, I was trying to do the math. I mean, I thought the Gussie's gut, like the price point was high, but I was realizing, you know, it did last a long time and I was doing, I've been doing it the twice a day. And if I was buying like the big containers of green juju, like, you know, I think it kind of equals all out, you know, because yeah. <laughs> Nina would go through one of those a week. So, yeah, because I'm, I'm starting to think that, yeah, the price point, because when I, when it first came out and I first saw it and I wanted to try it, but I was just like, this is, this is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> there's no way. And of course, in my mind, I'm thinking there's no way I could afford to give this to all four of my dogs. So I would just have to choose a dog and give it to that dog. But here I've been giving it to three dogs um, consistently, and I'm just at the bottom of the first bag. And granted, I'm only doing it once a day, but I honestly think that that's all my dogs need because I'm, I'm not curing anything. And I also, I'm just sort of, when it comes to the dosage of things, I honestly think that, you know, it's great to start because I did start with twice a day for the first few days, but then I tapered back. I think it's important to just do based on each individual dog and what just works. And I think for our dogs, once a day is working just fine. And I'm just relieved that they like it because it's one of those things where, I mean, my dogs don't really have an issue eating vegetables, but fermented because of the smell and the taste, I thought that, would they really eat something like this? And they have had fermented vegetables in the past, but I was really pleasantly surprised by it that they have no problem. They're yeah. more than, they're more than happy to eat it. Yeah. Nina's had no problem um, either. You know, I, like I said, I started it when I was still doing green juju and now we, we're not doing green juju right now. And he still just, he inhales it. <laughs> he has yeah. no problem with it at all. And I mean, also with the price point, if I were to continue on, I mean, I would still like to alternate with different things. Cause I just think that that's important but it's not necessary to buy the Gussie's gut and buy like 
every other thing that's available out there. And I think that's where I often get myself into trouble is because I'll come across something and I'm like, oh my God, this is great. Like when when solutions started coming out with their herbs and stuff, that was painful for me not to. I was so grateful when Chelsea sent me a gift packet because I still have all of them because I was just like, Chelsea Kenton, Roxanne Stone came out with supplements. Here's all of my money. And (laughs) it's just like, no, we're not going to do that, Kimberly. We're fine. Calm down. So I'm, I'd be curious to hear from people who did have a dog that had health issues and they were on Gussie's gut and what experience they, you know, what changes they saw, even if it was just like minor things like, you know, environmental allergies. Because usually this time of year, I would be worried about Rodrigo because in the fall and the spring, he starts licking his paws and stuff, but he wouldn't There's even something with this time of year. <laughs> August is my bad luck month. I'm convinced of it. August and September, when it comes to dogs, this is, I'm, I'm probably going to be paranoid next year, just looking at all the dogs, taking their temperature, <laughs> weighing them, taking them to the vet. Like Everybody's you, getting blood work. <laughs> you know, exactly. I don't know. They'll be like, Kimberly, you were just in here three days ago. Just do it. <laughs> Someone's dying. I don't know who it is. But, oh, well. Well, it's great chatting with you once again. Yes, always a pleasure. By the way, I had to mention several of our our listeners were so kind and reached out and said that they appreciate our chit chat. They oh, like our chit chat. They don't want us to stop chit chatting. <laughs> Thank you so much. And since that's the case, because I actually do have to go and pick up dog food, but before I go, I would like to say, so I started watching Bones again. Oh, did you ever watch Bones? Yeah, I love it so much. But I'm in season 10 because like Grey's Anatomy, when storylines I don't like happen, I just skip over them. And I hate it when Sweets died. Yeah. So I skipped over that. I think it's the beginning of season 10. So I skipped into a couple episodes. Um, but right now, um, Booth is going through his gambling thing. And I'm like, damn it, Booth. But um, it's like such a comfortable show. And I'm just, I'm watching it like, I, I feel like an old person. I feel like my mom, my mom is like this with her Westerns and her Matlock and her Perry Mason. And I feel like I'm like that with my Grey's Anatomy and my Bones. And, and I I started watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer again. And <laughs> David Boreanz has had just an amazing acting career. career. I mean, just one amazing series after the other. I never got into Angel. Yeah, I never watched that one either. But now he's got that like FBI show or some SEAL team show or one of those. Yeah, them. he did that SEAL. Yeah. I mean, I'm just sitting here like, gosh, he's had a really great career. Yeah, for like 25 some years. Yeah. I mean, and never in trouble. We never hear anything about him. him. He just goes and does his job and goes home, I guess. Yeah. So there we are. Uh, we finished uh, the Justified Primeval. Uh, oh, did you? Did series? you like it? Oh, yes. I liked it very, very much. And big fan of lots of Raylan and his boxer shorts action, too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it'll come back for another season? 
they definitely left it open for that. So I'm, I'm optimistic. I was watching trailers this morning because that's something that I like. I love trailers. I'm the person who, when I go to the movies, when I go to movies with friends, they let me, and by they, it's not like I'm going to movies with 17 friends. My girlfriend, Jennifer and I go to the movies together and she knows I buy the tickets. She buys the concessions because I need to choose the seat. And I'm very, I'm very particular where I know different theaters and I know how the seat on, on the chart, how it fits with it. And I, yeah, I'm that person. <laughs> and, uh, and if a movie's popular, which thankfully doesn't really happen nowadays, but if there, I, I need spaces between me and other people, unless, unless it's a super popular fun movie. And again, we don't really see many of those anymore, but, um, but anyway, so I have to be there. I want to be there before the trailers. I want to be there when they're doing the stupid commercials. And that way we can sit there and talk and chat during the commercials. Cause I don't care. And then when the trailers come, we analyze each trailer because it's like, yeah, no, I can't see that. Or yes, we, okay, that's going to be one that we're going to see. And I, I just love that whole thing. Well, when I realized many years ago that you can actually watch trailers on YouTube, it was just, yeah, and I'm in love with that. And so this morning I just sat and watched trailers and I finally have accepted that I am going to have to sign in to Apple TV because there are so many amazing shows on Apple TV that I just never watch. And so- I am going to be doing that this weekend. <laughs> I I'm can give you a list. I'm sign in as my computer because that's the only one I got. <laughs> you got to watch Ted Lasso. Okay. <laughs> Nothing else. Watch that, but I can give you a whole list. <laughs> okay. Well, it was wonderful chatting with you. All right. Go get your dog food. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>